Welcome to the Tailored Life Podcast, the one and only fitness and nutrition podcast that goes way beyond just training and nutrition and helps you create a life by design. I'm your host, Cody McBroom, and with me is my co-host, Travis McQueen. Happy fucking Thanksgiving. Let's go. I am not as, uh, this sounds so fucking negative right out the gate. I'm not <laughs> as excited about Thanksgiving as I normally am. Um, I'm excited about the meaning of Thanksgiving. I'm excited to like, like it's funny because the things I started prepping for was like, I made a list of everybody I want to send like a message to and just like, which I always say like, you shouldn't wait until, yeah. you know, but at the same time, it's like, if there's a day that nudges you to go ahead and do it an extra time. Yeah. Great. Do it. You know, better than not doing it. Yeah, exactly. So, um, I have like my list. I'm excited for that. I'm excited to see family and stuff, but I'm not, not like excited about the food. Usually I, I get Damn. pretty excited about the food. Yeah. I feel like this year has been very, like I've, I've always been such a foodie, but this year has been like, I just don't care as much, Damn. which I'm actually happy about. Like it's, it's probably good for my health and my body composition, things I care about most like training and stuff like that. Um, but I mean, yesterday CJ was like, uh, my, my training partner for those listening, he's like, what, what is, if you could just have like one thing, like what's the one thing like cheat meal, like you would just, you crave, you just die for. And I was just like stumped. I was like. Cheat meal or Thanksgiving? Cheat meal. Just in general. Okay. okay like, okay. and he was just like anything. I'm like, I don't know. And he's like, just any food. Chicken and rice, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was just like, man, like I literally was like, dude, like honestly cheese and wine. And it's not even because I'm like craving cheese so bad. It's just because I enjoy that time with Shannon. Yeah. Like that's. And I like wine a lot, especially wine. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, if you pair the right cheese with the right, like, there's, like, yeah. a million fig jams and, like, all that stuff. It's great. But it was, like, such a lame answer. I was like, God damn, I just, like, I don't really care that much. Yeah. I don't know what my answer would be if that's where we are going next. But I, I can't agree with cheese. I love cheese and wine. I love, like, charcuterie board and stuff. But They're so good. Not that good. Oh, dude, I'm, I mean, not every Saturday. I love them. I mean, they're good, like yeah. I said, and it's enjoyable and kind of interesting, I would say, is a word for me, but I don't know about cheat meal. I think that, like, I got, because, like, when we don't have a cheat board, it's because we finally got a babysitter, and we're like, fuck yeah, we can go out to dinner. Yeah. I would much rather do that any day. What's classified as a cheat meal? Anything I mean, that's not... The thing is, is like, che technically cheat me nothing for me because everything fits within my plan. That's what yeah. a real flexible dieting is. It's, yeah. it's like that cheat cheese board, is the charcuterie board, it's not a cheat meal because I fit it into my overall weekly diet. You yeah. know what I mean? So like, to an extent, there is no such thing. But I told him, I was like, back in the day, it was sushi. I mean, I took down 13 sushi rolls at Trapper's. I was trying to break the record. Whoa. Yeah, dude. I did a buffet with Justin Jenkins. You remember him? <laughs> nope. From Vigor. Um, oh. Bear looking dude, just fucking big, hairiest dude ever, but just wow. burly, nice as a teddy bear. Yeah. Super nice. Um, but he, we, uh, we would go like on Saturdays, every once in a while we'd go to the Trapper's Buffet. And I had like, I think I like was on my like fourth or fifth roll. I was going to race stop, but it's all you can eat. And the guy was like, man, you're going to break the record going at this, this, uh, like rate. You're like what is and it? And I was like, what's the record here? And it was at Kent Station. He was like 13 or 14, I think. Yeah. I was literally like one or two shy. So it was either 14 or 15. And I got to 13. And I got like halfway through. And I was like, bro, I'm going to throw up everywhere. I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> so I left. And I just slept the rest of the day. I took a nap. Damn. That's a uh, – dude, I can't even comprehend that much. But you used to be able to – put. I mean, I'm sure you still could. You just don't. <laughs> yeah. I just don't like the feeling afterwards yeah. anymore. Um, but, but yeah, I just don't – I don't know. Like the for the cheese and stuff too, like if – I think I got so into the process of like researching different, cause we always have like a new cheese and then it's like, yeah. okay, what kind of like, are we going to pair this with a spicy fig, a regular fig, like a pesto? What kind of cracker does it go with? 
You know what I mean? Like, dude, there's so many things, different kind of meats. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you start getting all creative. I did this like, uh, some kind of cracker. I can't remember what kind of cracker it was, but then it was like goat cheese with like real blackberry sliced with honey drizzled over it. Damn, like, dude, it was sounds good. It was on like some real fancy shit. But yeah, it's good. I think that's really cool. It just doesn't intrigue me. Yeah, but I think it's really interesting. Yeah, um, not to do it myself though. Yeah, but. Dude, I got a comment on something that you wrote on your story about someone asked you about, like, for for instance, what we're talking about right now, your favorite part of, your favorite dish at Thanksgiving. Mm, I said wine. Yeah, and then you said, I guess if I have to pick a second, I have to say stuffing, and I am going to get absolutely ridiculed for this maybe in the in the. You don't like stuffing? Um, I don't, the, the most, the biggest staples of Thanksgiving I hate, like, and not <laughs> turkey though, but like stuffing and yams and like, there's so many things that people are like, what? That is like, every- I hate. I feel like everybody stuffing has that one thing where you're like, pickle. what? And stuffing's pretty weird if you think about it. It's basically like, I think originally it's like the scraps. Yeah. And then they, they shove it inside the, the turkey's butt and cook it with yeah. the turkey. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's yeah. what you do with it, right? Yeah. I don't know. But it's yes, like I've the heard hole it. in the bottom of yeah, the turkey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's its butt. And you yeah. just, you stuff it. Yeah. And, and it's just like, <laughs> it's, it's fluff. It's nothing. It's, so. Here's the twist I would give you because okay. me and Shannon have this disagreement all the time. So I went to her family's for Thanksgiving uh, one year. We we once we had Blakely, we were just like, okay. I think we talked about this. Here's my holidays. Here's your holidays. We're not doing the fucking family hop because it's just too much. And then you pile in the kid, and then you got to drive thirty minutes to the next place, and then eat another. It's like okay, fuck this. It ruins the holiday. It's yeah. like let's just enjoy this with this family, this with this one, this just us. But. We went to her house one year before we decided that, and uh, I was excited for the stuffing. That's my favorite part. And uh, I was like, this is foul. <laughs> this is not good stuffing. Ouch. And uh, so Shannon, we, then we started doing it at my grandma's. That's what we do now. And so I was so excited for her to try my grandma's stuffing. She didn't like it. And I was like, what? And she was like, it's crispy. I was like, well, that's why I hated your stuffing. It was like made in a crock pot. It was all soft. Oh. Like, what the hell? My grandma makes it in the casserole dish and then like broils the top. So it's like crisp. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen I'm, that. I love it. Yeah. And I'm always like, give me that top layer. I want that crisp. Yeah. Um, that's why I love stuffing because I like that. Uh, but Shannon's like, that's defeats the purpose. It's supposed to be like soft. And I'm like, oh, no. That's, Interesting. that's like, uh, have you ever had corned beef hash as a breakfast staple? Maybe. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I had corned beef. It's like a ha- scramble. Yeah, usually you have like, well, it's like a scramble or you can do, uh, usually they do a hash with over easy eggs on top and then you hit, hit the egg and it like the yolk. Yeah. You know? uh, but it's like potatoes, onions, what peppers, and then like corned beef. Totally. In there. Um, I had it at Geraldine's, which is that spot in Seattle, and they make corned beef. It's basically like they take the beef and they like cut it into steak bites, right? And then they grill it with it. I thought that's what corned beef was. And it's kind of shredded like yep. a brisket. So good. And then I went to another restaurant and ordered corned beef, and it came out like fucking cat food. And I was like, hey, no. Like, I ordered corned beef hash. And they're like, yep, that's it. And the person I was with was like, what's wrong? Like, that's corned beef hash. I was like, this is what it looks like? I'm like, yeah, that's what corned beef is. Corned beef hash is like corned beef out of a can. It's like mush. Looks like cat food. And I was just, this is disgusting. Even if, I have to, even if I have to pay for it, I want something else. Yeah, so like it's kind of the same thing. Like I always thought, Stuffing's crispy. Yeah. Like, that's just how it is. No, that's just how my grandma did it. I didn't know people made it all soft like that. Yeah. So I think it just depends. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I, are you the guy that mixes everything together? Or probably not because you don't like most stuff. Mm, I mean, yeah, it's pretty – I don't know. 
I just eat it. Yeah. I, don't, I don't figure. I don't well, know. I, I'm the type that's like, okay, biscuits, stuffing, mashed potatoes, turkey, Never cover gravy on it, on throw it on it. Just it's like a big. It's almost like that KFC chi- yep. popcorn chicken bowl. You just mix <laughs> yeah. everything together. I think it's good. <laughs> uh. Um, but the uh, speaking of the one of the reasons I don't know why we're going on these tangents, but like one of the things I wanted to talk about today because it's Thanksgiving. Um, and I just feel like it's relevant. Obviously, uh, I don't want to spend this podcast talking about what we're thankful for. I think everybody should be focusing on what they're thankful for. Um, but I, I wanted to like kind of just put forth a few uh, lessons or insights or whatever, right? So there's two things that I wrote down um, this weekend that the pastor said at church that were like, I pulled out my phone and like started jotting down. So I was like, these are really good for, for people listening to the podcast, content on Instagram, whatever. One of the things was you cannot, you cannot expect like a new year's resolution to go well or positive outcomes to, to happen in the new year. If you don't finish the old year on a high note or on a positive foot. And I think cause you're already down cause you're already down and you're already starting from a worse place. How do you expect to get motivated and stay motivated and push hard and, and excel in anything and see positive outcomes if you step into that in a negative place. And the way he framed it that I really liked was like, you can't like, so for example, we're not, but you and I are dating right? And we break up and I'm going to go find a new partner. If we break up and there's bad blood and there's negativity and we leave on bad terms and then I go step into another relationship, I'm walking into that relationship with bad blood on my hands, with negativity on my heart. You know what I mean? I'm not going to be able to go into it with an open heart, with an open mind, with positive vibes or anything because I'm going to still be resentful, which means until you move into the next chapter, you have to close off that last chapter, which means like it's not always going to be mutual. And that regard but like you have to do your part of going into that relationship and finishing it on good terms saying the last word on good terms like being in a good place accepting what is and moving away knowing that you're the bigger person whatever it may be to move on same thing with a circle of friends like you can't go find a new circle of friends if you have bad blood from your old circle of friends right if this is negative and you expect to just leave and go to another one you're going to bring negativity into that one right it's the same thing with 2022 to 2023 it's the same thing with your body you can't expect to just fatten up over the holidays and have horrible habits and then like on the dot January 1st okay now I'm gonna be good and just change everything you have to start integrating those habits and start thinking about now and on top of that it's a fucking calendar yeah at some point in time somebody just decided like okay new year let's start over again 365 days let's go back at it you know what I mean Um, I believe it's in the Bible so it's probably like thousands of years ago when they decided the whole calendar 365 I don't really know I don't know enough about that. But the point is, is it's just a day, yeah. right? And you can't walk into the new year in a negative place expecting positive things to happen, right? And I, it, when he said that, it just hit me hard because I was like, man, first of all, how many people are doing that in so many years of their life? Second of all, I sat back, and this is what I want people to take from it. I sat back and was like, what am I delaying change around? What am I like just going, ah, like I'll, I'll get to that in the year. I'll like soon things. I, I think I talked to you about like the whole, like it was driving me crazy. Like I kept saying I'm catching up yeah. and I was like, man, this is like the sixth week. Somebody asked me is like, how's the week's going or like, what do you got on your schedule this week? Up. And I'm like, oh, I'm just catching up. Like, oh, I'm playing a little catch up this week. It's like, okay, at what point do I just fucking get ahead, get ahead and like remove some things so I can get ahead in these things and get back on normal schedule, right? Or cut some things out so that I can improve, you know, different things like that, which we did. And we're like, okay, we need to consolidate, systemize because it's just not there, right? But that's just going to be an inevitable thing. And then if I keep saying, oh, wait, and then New Year hits and I'm like, fuck, I'm still, I'm caught up. So I'm not going to be able to get ahead this year. 
And I think there's so many areas in everybody's life that they could sit back. And I know even for me, I am constantly pushing and I try to look at the positive side, but there's plenty of things where I kind of sat around and was like, okay, like, what am I waiting on? What am I waiting to take action on? What am I like thinking about doing or accomplishing or changing or improving or whatever, but I'm just not doing it yet because I'm waiting for the new year. Totally. Or what positive things do I want that I'm being held back from because I'm still in a negative place with something else. And it's kind of a slap in the face in some regards, but like anybody would call. Same thing, really. Yeah, it just absolutely. depends on how you look at it, I guess, yeah. right? I think most people need to look at it like a wake-up call, but they constantly look at it as a negative thing. Yep. Hopefully it's not too negative, so it's not, not a wake-up call. It's a reminder, mm-hmm. you know? A wake-up call is like, holy shit, you're going downhill fast. Yeah. Reminder's like, hey, man, let's get back on track. Yeah, 100%. You know I mean? Wake-up call is almost like it's damn near too late. Yes, if not too bingo. Late. There you go. But we talked about this in the TLA podcast, which as this airs isn't out yet, but uh, we're, we're – strategically airing that right before the release of the apparel, which is uh, December 4th. So speaking of which, shameless plug. Go follow. Yeah, tailoredlifeapparel.co, C-O, not com, um, and uh, at tailoredlifeapparel on Instagram. Go follow. We're posting content there constantly. There's a link. If you go to the website, you can sign up for a notification to get early access. Um, signing up there, just you're just joining our tribe. It's free. There's nothing there. We're not going to spam you. We're not going to send you emails all the time. Like It's literally just there so that when the drop comes, you're the first to know. So you'll get... Uh, several hour head start on the drop so you can get access to the the stuff before it sells out because we are a limited batch apparel company which means we're not producing thousands of materials like there's a limited batch and it's exclusive to this launch so you got to be ahead of the game on that Um, so go sign up there but we talked about a lot of things in that podcast so you guys will love that but one of the things we talked about is that high achievers and successful people do see lessons or uh, sorry do see failures as lessons um, so speaking of this, like reminders or, or, uh, light bulb moments or whatever it may be, like we see them as reminders. We see them as insights and lessons when we have a failure or a struggle and the people who, who do not succeed or do not get very far, two things. One, they don't, they fail to do that. They let the, the fear of failure, the judgment of failure, or the, like just the negative feeling of, of failure. Resistance. Yeah. They let that overcome their ability to find a lesson and move forward from it. Um, and the other thing they do is they often point at people who are trying to become achievers and say that's cheesy. Like, oh, yeah, all failures are lessons. Like, I see that all the time with positive affirmations, meditation. It's like woo-woo, and they yeah. kind of, like, clown on it. And it's like there's a reason why all these successful people who are happy, positive, fit, successful financially, relationship-wise, everything, they all do those things. Like, it's not – a weird coincidence. It's a fact that they fucking work. Yeah. And the more you say they're cheesy and don't do them, or the more you fail and don't find lessons from it, the further in the hole you're going to get and the further away from success you're going to be. Yeah. And good for you if it, if it doesn't work for you, but why, I don't want to use the word clown, but why disrespect or clown somebody that it does work for? Yeah. You know well, what I mean? I, I truly believe that. And this is in regards of all things, like for anyone who puts down somebody else for doing something quote unquote positive, whether you believe it or not, if you put somebody down, it's because you have an insecurity that you're not doing the same thing. I would agree. You know, because if you were doing something that you claimed worked and I just, I I like, I'm not insecure about it. I just really don't think it works. I would literally be like, dude, good for you. Yeah. You know, but if I knew it worked and I wasn't doing it because I didn't have the discipline to wake up early enough to do it or whatever it is, I would like clown on you for it because I feel, yeah, Yeah. I feel insecure about it because I'm not doing it. And that's very true with fat loss. Absolutely. Someone orders a salad and they give you shit. It's because they're not ordering the salad and they feel like they should be, yeah. you know, but the person who knows they don't need to and doesn't feel like they should be and doesn't care, it's like, good for you, man. 
eat the salad and have your Michelob Ultra. Yep. You know, <laughs> I'll have my dark beer and my burger. They don't care. Like, so I, I definitely think there's a big role in that. But the point is, is that you got to find those lessons inside the failures of this year before you can go into next year. You got to get rid of the negativity to go into the positivity of 2023. Or else you're not going to like, you're gonna do the same thing you did this year. Right. And if you did a lot of great things, awesome. Repeat what you did to get those great things. Yeah. Don't try to reinvent the wheel. Just do it again with different aspects, different goals, different things. Um, Cause you're at a new level. But if you didn't accomplish everything you wanted to accomplish, which is a lot of people, I know I didn't like, there's plenty of things I didn't. And a lot of times it's because we set goals and we have to course correct as the year goes on. The year goes on and things change, different outcomes happen. You learn different things, things happen to you and you have to course correct, shift, adjust, and build upon that, you know? Um, I can think of something right now that I'm not going to say um, that I will tell you after the podcast, but I can think of something right now that is a literal failure to me. And I, like, was heated yesterday. That it didn't happen? Yeah. It's not working the way I was expecting to work. Like, there's just some things that, like, didn't happen that I needed to happen. In 2022? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like, current, like, very re- yeah. recent. And I was pissed. And I just sat on it for a few hours, found the positive, completely shifted, and now I'm, I'm good. I'm happy. I can see a lot of positivity in it. But, and that's what positive focus is. I'm sure you remember yep. that exercise. The stack. But, like, people fail to do that. And what the positive focus is, 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 like, it's a worksheet that you can fill out in your journal. It's what happened, why is it positive. In fact, we have a blog called The World's Greatest Morning Routine that I wrote, and it has it in there. You can literally download it in that blog. So we'll link that in the podcast show notes, but you can check out the blog. It'll teach you a point system for the best morning routine possible. Um, and I would add this. You don't have to do it in the morning. It can be just a daily routine to do these things, and you have a point system to track it. But there's a, there's a PDF in there that you can download. And it's what happened, why is it positive, how do you apply it? What, why, apply. And you apply it to the four areas of your life, whatever you call them. We've said this a million times on the podcast too. Body, being, balance, fitness, uh, fitness, uh, faith, family, family finance, yeah. whatever you want to call it. But how are you applying it to these other areas of your life, these other pillars of your life? So if, if a situation is bad, those are the best ones to fill out this exercise with. If something great happens, it's really easy to find out what's positive. Why is it, uh, why is it positive? You know, what's the lesson behind it? But like when you get in a car accident, when you, uh, something like you fail at accomplishing something, you get to the end of the year and you didn't accomplish the thing you wanted to accomplish, whatever it is, you lose something. What is that situation? Why is it positive? There's always a positive that you can find out of every situation. There's always a silver lining. What's the lesson behind it? And then how do you actually apply it? Like, what are you going to fucking do with that lesson? Cause if you don't do anything with it, it's just white noise. Yep. But when you do that enough, your brain starts learning how to do it just automatically. You kind of just go, take a deep breath, sit back, and you can just kind of run through like, uh, what do they call it in football when you're watching? Film. Film, yeah. Watching game film. Yep. You know, you're just kind of watching game film in your head. They call it AAR in uh, the military. Um, after something review, but basically after action review, I there think it go. is. And it's basically the same thing. Okay, here was the mission. Here's what failed. What do we learn from it? Totally. How are we going to apply that next time? Totally. You know what I mean? Um, and if you can get automatic with that, man, like, and that was like what I thought about when the pastor said that too. I was like, damn, where in my life am I just getting frustrated and forgetting to do that? Because sometimes your frustration gets the best of you. Yeah. You, you mentioned starting or uh, ending the year off strong. Just start start that process. I mean, if you haven't already, start that process at Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. That's what it's for. Like yeah. showing, being thankful for what you have and continuing that throughout the end of the year. Yeah. And if you, 
appreciate what you have and what you've accomplished. Like you're going to be able to get so much more of that. Totally. Like I would even tell people like sit in that feeling of gratitude because if you can really understand how powerful that is, talk about motivation to achieve more in life, to change your body, to change your life, to improve your relationships, to be a better person. Like you can just live try with that be, feeling of try gratitude. Trying to be negative. <laughs> yeah, literally. Like you can't, Yeah. you know? It's great. Um, so yeah, like big one, first thing today was that I wanted to bring up was that like going into the new year in a positive space across everything, finding the lessons learned, looking at your failures, learning from them, taking the insights and applying them so you can walk into the new year in a positive place instead of a negative place. Right. Um, the second one was pretty profound too. And it was, uh, everybody hates change until change is normal, I think is what it was. Yeah. Like, so in, in the example he gave was, uh, not being the first one to do it or not creating More like being okay. Yeah. Being the, one of the first people to do it, so okay. to speak. So like the example he used was Henry Ford who was invented the first car. Right. And so when he invented the car, it was like a joke because everybody else was riding horses yeah. and carriages and they were like, you look stupid. Yeah. You look ridiculous in that slow ass, loud motorized thing. Obviously things have changed. Right. Um, now in, 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 at a certain point, people start realizing, wow, that's getting more efficient. Wow. That like, it's very fuel effective. Like I don't have to keep feeding it and taking care of it like a horse, you know? Wow. It's way faster. We can travel further. Like there's no issues. Right. So the car took over, but at first it was so new that everybody avoided it until the new thing became the normal thing. Right. Uh, was it Roger, Roger Bannister, four minute mile? I want to say he was the one that ran the four-minute mile. I have no idea. Um, look that up just so I'm yeah, not yeah, stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if it was him, the first the, the – first, um, Yep. Okay. So Roger Bannister ran the four-minute mile. And, again, even, like, sports scientists told him it was impossible. They were like, no, like, human mechanics. Like, you can't run a four-minute mile. Google how many people have ran a four-minute mile now since he did that. So that was in, like, the 60s or 70s or some shit like that. And now, how many people have uh, four minute miles completion? As of April 21, the four minute barrier has been broken 1,600, 1600 athletes. Yeah. So over the last. Is now a standard, a professional middle distance runner. But when he did it, it was impossible. Yeah. And they said, human mechanic, you can't do that. It's impossible for a human. Yeah. But he just believed it. And then he did it. And then the people were like, mind blow. Oh. I can do it too. Yeah. Let me train for that. And then they did it. And then it just started it happening. Yeah. It was normal. Um, another one he, he mentioned that made me laugh because I've said this countless times. He was like, I'm a muscle car guy. I can't do electric. And I like laugh because I need to hear exhaust. That's how I've always been. That's why I have a motorcycle. That's why I have fucking loud ass exhaust in my truck. I just love that. Like, I don't care that the new ch- electric charger has a speaker under its fucking, it literally does. Yeah. To, to mimic an exhaust. Ridiculous. That's not an exhaust. And I'm not against electric cars. I just personally yeah. like that. But he used that example because, like, he, he was like, you know, at a certain point, that's the new norm. Yeah. Like, yeah. how resistant are you going to be to something that's new until the new thing is just the Until exhaust is illegal. Yeah, exactly, you know. So, point being is, like, you can't be afraid to step forward because other people aren't doing it or because other people are doing something different or that the – and when I say other people, it's like, okay, you want to lose weight. Millions of people are trying to lose weight. But is your circle – losing weight is your family and your, your close environment. Are they actively pursuing a healthy lifestyle? Probably not. I, I shouldn't say probably not. Plenty of people listen to podcasts. The answer is yes. 
But there is also plenty of people who that's what's holding them back. Yeah. They don't have the courage to do it because they're the only one in their circle of five who is actually Striving. doing anything positive with their health, right? And so that stops them. But what if you're the Henry Ford in your circle? Like you just need to do it and then that rubs off on other people, you know? Nobody in my family ever worked out, like literally, yeah, ever. Nobody was overweight except me. I was like the only one. But, you know, people get older and they gain weight and people in my family aren't, aren't overweight. But some of them gets weight and stuff. Now they got active. Now my dad trains all the time. My brother started working out and dieting and shit, which was funny because he, he, uh, when he was in town, he was like, yeah, I've actually just been intermittent fasting. And I was like, oh, bro. <laughs> but I didn't say anything because realistically, it's a totally fine diet. Yeah. Helps you adhere to the diet. Like there's nothing magic about it. It's just easier for him to just wake up, have some coffee and go about the day. He's the lowest stress individual in the world because yeah. he's just so chill. That's actually a perfect diet for him. But the point is, is like, did I, was it me that influenced him to do that? I don't know. But at the time I was the only one doing anything about it in my friend circle and in my family. But I still did it because it was important to me and I wanted that to be the new norm, totally. you know? Um, and now here we are. So like, I think like the point is, is that New is uncomfortable. New is different. New is not what you're used to. New is going to feel scary. New might not be what everybody around you is doing, but if new is the only pathway to the, the you you want, you have no other choice. Amen. Don't fucking wait. You know, and I've said this before. Today's Thanksgiving, so eat your face off. I had a conversation with uh, one of my clients this morning. I had a coaching call on the way here. Um, it was actually really cool. So shout out to Ollie. Uh, I coach him and his wife now. And he was just like, I've been working for a year and he was just telling me like how much, uh, I mean, he's been, he was been working for him. He's or? been, I've been working with him. There you go. Um, and he's, uh, he actually, he was a com- high level competitive CrossFit athlete for 14 years, long time. And then he got a shoulder injury. Um, couldn't do the sport or anything. Um, we've been working together and he's, you know, had his shoulder surgery, right. he healed, he got lean. He like, we reversed item. He just feels great. We got him in a good mindset. Cause I don't just focus on nutrition. I'm like, Hey, let's like talk about the other areas of life. And he was like, really like thanking me and appreciating that. It was really cool to hear, but he, he literally like, have you ever heard of Wadapalooza? Yeah. So it's like a very big, like CrossFit competition. Yes. yes. He was like, yeah, I'm just going to fuck around and jump in and like go. And I'm like, all right, dude, let's see what happens. Absolutely crushed it. And now he's like, Going forward, he's like, I was just, I haven't done a handstand push-up in four years. Fucking crushed it. Wow. Like, super, super cool. But he but he was like, man, it's because of all the stuff we've done over the last year. Totally. You know, like, I can't imagine, like, where I'm going to be at in six months plus. Um, it was just so, so cool to hear. And uh, he, and one of the, this is why I brought it up, that he was, we were talking uh, about other stuff. And he was like, yeah, also, by the way, I'm going to demolish food tomorrow. I don't <laughs> care. And I just started cracking up because he, like. He's a foodie. Yeah. So when it comes down to it, he's like, it's going down. But, um, like, do your thing. It's Thanksgiving. Enjoy the day. Friday's not Thanksgiving. Saturday's not Thanksgiving. Next week's not Thanksgiving. December 1st through 23rd is not Christmas Eve or Christmas. Like, there's no reason to wait for New Year's. Like, new is different. It's scary. It's changed, like I said. But change doesn't need to wait. Yeah. Change needs to happen when you are ready for change. And if you're ready for change right now, stop fucking waiting around. Yep. You know? And I hope everybody gets to spend it. If it's not family, it's just it's the people that you love most. Yeah. I don't care if, who that is. Just people that mean the most to you and that people that you're actually thankful for. Yeah. And send them gratitude, like for yeah. yourself, not for them. Yeah. Even if, you, if you're working, you don't get to celebrate the holiday, send gratitude through text message, through a video, something like that, because it goes a long way and it helps you a lot. Um, and I probably should have mentioned this at the beginning of the podcast, but speaking of Black Friday and all that stuff, um, which is tomorrow, Thanksgiving is today. Uh, whether you're listening to this 
Thursday, Thanksgiving, Friday, Black Friday, Saturday after. Uh, there's going to be a link in the description um, of this podcast to jump on our email list. Um, when you click that, you just got to fill out your name, email, and you will jump on my list. You're not going to get any free guides or anything like that. You can go to the website and get that. The reason we're telling you this is because if you sign up through this link, you're going to go right to my email list. You're not going to go through another funnel or anything like that. And you will get a chance to jump in on some of the Black Friday specials that we are offering to uh, non-members right now. So if you are new or you've never worked with us, this is an opportunity for you. Um, If you are working with us and you're listening to this, there's an email coming out to you as well. There's something cool that you might be able to jump in on. Um, we don't do anything crazy for Black Friday. I'm just going to be completely transparent with people. I wrote an email about this. And so if you're signing up today, you're going to see this email tomorrow on Friday. Um, but we don't do huge discounts. Like I see people going like 50% off, 70% off. And it's just wild. Like unless it's a whey protein or it's a fucking t-shirt, that just diminishes the value. And that honestly just shows that there is not enough value in this service for me to give a shit. And I care more about profit over value. We invest so much time, energy, and money into our coaches and our coaching systems that not only can I like not see any possible reason why I would want to do that. It just doesn't make sense. And we don't need to, we literally don't need to give discounts. However, we're giving a small discount to the first month of coaching for people who are never coached with us simply because I think if this is the same thing with new year's resolutions, um, this is the only time of year we ever do anything. So black Friday last year was the only time we did a deal and we literally have not discounted our coaching since black Friday last year. So it's going to be the same thing. So for the next, you know, after this weekend, there's no opportunity. And the only way you get this is if you jump on the email list, cause it's always exclusive to my email list, but we were about to record and I said, fuck it. Let's, let's put a little form that they can fill out. I'll give it to the podcast listeners as well, but it'll give you a hundred dollars off your first month. If you are, uh, if you've never worked with us, if you're a member, there is a referral program that can save you $100 and give $100 off to somebody um, as they start. So that's a really cool gift that gives back. Um, and we, we're offering that for, for the holiday. But we don't do any of those crazy things because coaching is far too value and we put too much into it. So there's no way in hell we're going to discount our coaching so much. I value my coaches way too much. But I also know that, you know, for example, a lot of trainers say this, like New Year's New you, New Year's, New You, like it's so cheesy. New Year's resolutions are whack. Like you should just be constantly working on yourself. Totally agree. However, if that one day in this new year motivates you and encourages you to finally take fucking action and change your life, then I will 100% throw some fuel in that fire and get you to finally change. Plain and simple. So I think it's important to do that because I want to help people. And therefore we are doing this small discount because I know around the holidays, throwing a hundred dollars off the first uh, month of somebody's coaching when they're getting started in their journey can really help them take initiative and start a month early instead of waiting for new year's when we're not going to do a special because it's only for black Friday. So if that's you, this is probably for you. You just got to be on the email list because it is exclusive for that. Uh, this is the only time you'll hear it on the podcast. And after this weekend, it is terminated from the list as well. So it's a very short thing. Uh, it is just a little something I wanted to give people to help give them a nudge to jump into coaching that is so valuable. Because at the end of the day, like I talked about this in the email too, like you could, you know, and I mean, we're all getting bombarded with Black Friday emails. I've been tempted to buy shoes. I've been tempted to buy like jackets and things that I like. But I keep sitting back and going like, you know, what really are you going to get value out of? Like, yeah, you could put some new shoes in your closet, but how long do they last? Like, how often do you wear them? How important really are they? How, like, what do they do for you? Yeah. I'm talking to a sneakerhead right now. <laughs> Probably not the best person. Nope. <laughs> you could also go get a new TV yep. and go from 55 to 60 inches. And yeah, that might make the football game like a little bit cooler, but does that experience change your life? Yeah. Not really. No. Honestly, doesn't. However, coaching, nonstop accountability, 
a 10, 20, 30, 40 plus pound weight loss that completely transforms the way you look and feel and gives you literal confidence, self-confidence that you never had, like that changes your fucking life. And in three to six months, you could do something so massive that you literally spend the rest of your years in a better place, mentally and physically and physiologically. Like, I don't think people really like understand how much can get done in three to six months. And, and if, if saving $100 helps you do that, then I would much rather you sp- save $100 instead of buying new fucking shoes. You know what I mean? Like, okay. it's just, or a purse, or a shirt, or whatever the fuck it is. Yep. Like, it's just, it's a no-brainer to me. But, um, but we are doing that. So, again, there's a link in the description. If you want to jump on the email list, uh, you will get that. You never get spammed by me. You will just get free content. So, I usually send two to three emails a week of just exclusive free content that's just helpful stuff that's not on Instagram or podcast or anything like that. Um, and then when stuff like this comes up. So, uh, yeah, like I, I wanted to kind of share those lessons. I wanted to drop that link. If you want to get in on the Black Friday special, make sure you go to tailoredlifeapparel.co to get uh, early access to the drop, which is December 4th. So we still got a couple weeks until that. Um, but just go sign up there so you're just in the loop. Follow the Instagram so you just stay on the, you know, stay tuned for what we're about to drop and you're in the know. Otherwise, have an amazing Thanksgiving. Have a great Thanksgiving. We're thankful for you guys. Thanks.